0: All I can do is good. All I can do is good. Well, there's so many things that's misunderstood. All I can do is good. 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 Sturdy like wood. Many times, good is misunderstood. Misunderstood and where people cast the blame. So easy to try to put us in shame. Don't be ashamed of who you are. That your heart is shine brighter than any star. All I can do is good. All I can do is good. Even though we live in a world that is misunderstood of the right and the wrong. And we sing in that song as if we don't, are we not conscious enough? Conscious, conscious, conscious enough to see who and what's right. Instead, we want to. Bicker, go ahead and fight misunderstood but all I can do for what is good what is good is to do something like we should something that's sturdy sturdy like wood something that has a strict foundation something that can bless the nation all I can do is good let me speak let me sing my song. Let me think. Let me go in the right direction. Instead of worrying about being protected, all I can do is good. So many times, so misunderstood. I see you. I see what you do. And I commend you right there. We live in a life that sometimes it just ain't fair. All I can do is good, all I can do is shine, all I can do is climb, and the world is ours. We are in charge of what we stand for, let's not ignore because we're bored to tears, tremble with and filled with so many fears. All I can do is good. I don't know if y'all pay attention. There's a lot of tension in the news, in the media, or maybe on your Facebook page. I know it's like it's an insane, an insatiable crave that amazes me. How some of us. Make a mockery of what is good. All I can do is good. So misunderstood. Now who will you follow? Who will brighten your tomorrow? All I can do is good. I don't want to degrade you, you, or any of you. No matter what you are going through, I got enough stuff in my own backyard that is ripping and tearing me all apart me focusing on you this make another spark another gasoline to the flame of insanity and in danger and insanity of hate why don't i demonstrate what is good hi thank you this is a tamika michelle podcast and I'm talking about a specific subject. Hi, welcome to Tamika Michelle Podcast. Bring your ears a little closer. I just like to do my poetry. I like to sing. You know, I can't sing. But like, I ain't going to sing for y'all. I ain't going to hurt y'all ears. I ain't going to do that to y'all. But I will talk about what is good. Do we even know what that is anymore? Are we so blinded and consumed by Anchor and things they bring us in so much danger. I just have to question these things. I mean, I know it's not just, it's my eyes playing tricks on me. Have y'all paid attention to the media recently? Because if you pay attention like i see, you got two eyes. I have 20, 20 bitches, so I really see things that I don't want to see. And I, oh, yeah, I have a photographic memory, too, so that don't help. So, I mean, but that's just who I am. I can remember back to stuff to when I was two years old, but let's get off of me and two years old. I'm just saying I remember things, especially traumatic things. I seen something today that, well, it's it encouraged me to do some poetry. and inspired me. Cause like, what do you do when it seemed like everybody seemed to be on fire and why everybody's so damn angry, so goddamn angry? How are you paying attention to this? And, like, if you're not careful, it will be like a common cold and be contagious if it's directed towards you, if you are to consume or if it interests you. You know, and I don't know what you're interested in. I don't know why people are so damn angry. I mean, okay, there's sometimes we're not going to see eye to eye, but I have the right to say my expression of what I feel. It's like a whole bunch of expression and a lot of confusion and then some stuff is quite direct, bold, direct, angry, fighting, and. So how do we support um, our great nation we live in? I think we, some of us might have forgot that United States of America is one of the greatest nations in the world. And you know what? We should thank God for it. Now, all of us ain't rich. I'm far, <laughs> far from rich. But there's so many things that's going on, it truly don't make any sense. Look at me rhyming again. There I go. There I go. But let me go ahead and tell you what my eyes seen. You've probably seen it too. Sometimes I just block stuff. And I'm a, they say I'm a Democrat. Look, they just put labels on people. And like, I don't agree with everything the Democrats do. I don't agree with everything the Republicans do. I don't agree with everything the Independents do. I'm just an American, a law-abiding citizen, you know? But they want you to, to prove, us like, to pick a side. If I was to vote, and oh, of course I'm voting. If I was to vote, I already know who I would pick. And I ain't telling you, but I'm just saying, like, does that make me, if I picked Trump, I'm just going to, you know, entertain that. Does that make me a Republican? Does that make me a racist white person? Because that's how they try to say all Trump supporters are, is a racist Caucasian. Now, they want to say stuff like he do anything for a vote. Got to tell you a little secret, people. This is definitely if you're looking to be against Trump and his administration. you have to understand how to operate, and you have to understand how this country operate, meaning that he won. He is our president. I ain't got to say I like everything he do, just like I know a lot of Democratic Democrats have done things that don't make any damn sense, and I'm going, and you want we need to be a part of some type of party? My first objective is to protect myself. Call me selfish if you won't. Call me stupid if you won't. My first objective is to protect me. And then I know other people who are, I'll consider them, I wouldn't say like radical, but they want to stand up for the rights of, people, of black people. And I, I'm black, I'm African American, so I admire that. But see, there's a lot of fear involved in that. Are you ready to go to jail for your beliefs? Are you ready to do some time? Like, I just talk about specific things like people back in the day, I would say my grandmother's day, um, during her prime, um, you know, Martin Luther King and other people who were more than willing to go to jail for what they believed in. And These were educated people. These weren't just anybody's, okay? The point I'm making is, it's okay to believe in something, but I have to tell you a little secret. I don't want to get shot with no rubber bullets. It's not a fear talking. It's a fact. I've seen children, y'all probably have, if y'all been watching Facebook like I have, like the rest of the world, children who are unarmed get hit by a rubber bullet. And oh, how messed up their face gotten. And then not only that, there's still heinous acts happening to black people. Americans, why I don't know. And then sometimes I feel like there's so much injustice in this country and so much organized, let me say it, crime, organized crime in this country. This is why some of the things um, go uncensored or some people who've done things that's against the law get away with a variety of things. Now, what I don't like, I'm going to tell you, I don't like to hear about any person being black or any nationality be ridiculed for any reason because you can't help what nationality you are. God tell you that. But when I, let me get back to what I'm just trying to do what's good podcast here. Let's focus on what is good. So I don't know where you're at right now. But I want to take 60 seconds. I want you to take 60. No, I I better yet. I say two minutes. But the human, the way we function, um, our attention span is short. Okay, mine is okay. So probably why I got short patience. So and and, then there's frustration involved. The point I'm making reference to. I want you to focus two minutes. Two minutes, that's 120 seconds of your time right now. Focus on what do you stand for and then realize the cost and the benefits behind it. You know, a part of me asked the question, so far as George Floyd, I know that's kind of old, right? George Floyd, I don't know him, right? I just know the story. And, it, and I've seen someone get executed on TV. I mean, how can I not be moved? But then you have also a variety of other things going on with politics. Like, there are literally people who are pro-Trump supporters who are fighting senior citizens who want to vote for Biden, why even tell people who you're voting for? I mean, and you don't know what mindset these people are in, but yet you have the right to say how you feel, too. I felt bad, though, when I seen the picture of two white males attacking a senior citizen, snatching mask off of people. That got to me. Like, where's your decency at? That man old enough to be your father, or your grandfather, and you sna- and took two men to snatch a mask off because he said he wants to vote for Biden, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know Biden, I just know that he's the vice president of, you know, the Barack Obama administration, for those of y'all who support, okay, yeah, I was one of you that supported him, of course I did, But anyways, um, all jokes aside, who are you going to vote for? You ain't got to tell me. See, I ain't trying to attack you. I won't gain anything by knowing your political party, your nationality, and who you're going to vote for. I was taught really early on when it comes down to politics and religion are the two conversations you're really not supposed to have with people. But some people are just really angry. You get a whole bunch of those angry people together, problems going to happen. You get people protesting, like, what What are you protesting to, to vote for Biden? I don't know the whole scenario. I have to look at the whole article. Because a lot of things I put out, they, they give you a flash. They don't give you the whole story. I wasn't there, but just to see the anger look on these two white males who attack a senior citizen and snatching masks off of people, and they refuse to wear a mask because they feel like, oh, you're taking our rights away. People are still getting sick. Where do you stand with that, people? I, I want you to take two minutes of your time to think about politics, what you stand for, how you choose to stand for it. Look at the risk. People who did civil rights back in the day Martin Luther King, understood the sacrifice. And they were still nonviolent. And I have to admire that. I have to tell you, my grandmother was a teenager. And she was in her, had to be her 20s when he was assassinated. And she was working in Washington, D.C. and living in Washington, D.C. with a small child, her only child, my mother. Now, my grandmother, if you knew her, she's deceased. But if you knew her, she had a big heart. But she didn't she was a stand-up type of person, a trailblazer meaning. In the late fifties she had encountered racism when she went to an all white high school called Stocko High. Look it up. Nine I could tell you the year if you like to look it up in the archives, West Virginia. Um look up Stocko High and her name is Minnie G. Woods. September the fourth. Whoa, that's today. Crazy. It's today, September the 4th. Oh, my God, it is. Okay, September the 4th. Wow, this is the day that she stood up for herself. I was told that the girls were, not just girls, but other people. high school students were tormenting her. She transferred from another high school. She moved somewhere to another district. The point I'm making is, She couldn't take it anymore, and she snapped and fought these girls. And I read the articles, so I read the details of her story. My grandmother, Minnie G. Woods, the next high school was 29 miles away. The next colored high school, I was reading, I was doing research on the whole scenery. There were other African Americans who did Um, Registered, but they all got bullied out. It got to a point, and this is 1959. uh, Integration happened in 1954, you know, so it don't just automatically the next day everybody's integrated. No, (laughs) not really. Um, But let me continue. So, the good thing trying to do what's good. For her was to stand up to them, and they respected her for that. It, well, the police was called, of course, but, I mean, it wasn't like the stuff we see on TV. According to what I read, they just wrote the report down, and it wasn't just one newspaper article. It was seven of them. My grandmother was a stand-up type of person. There's some, it comes to a point where you have to stand up for yourself because you know people, Unfortunately. Pimp people like they like to ride you, they like to play with you, and they're sick and twisted. And unfortunately, at that time and era, that America made it legal to be that way. Separate but equal. Brown versus the Board of Education, nineteen fifty four. So, I'm just, you know, talking cases. So, I wonder how come we have not all this power, all this protesting that we have going on. How come we have not had the access to go to a Supreme Court? And we can sit here and blame Trump if you want, but he is not a part of the Supreme Court. Yes, he is our elected chief. Oh, yeah. Him and his wife, his first lady, Okay two political figures, but I'm just saying he is not, he don't subserve on the Supreme Court is what I'm trying to say. The point I'm making is we got all these voices talking. Why don't we go to the highest court in the nation? Why don't we do that? And I'm not a lawyer, but I figured it out. I looked, I do my research folks. Now me getting loud, calling people names, acting like they acting towards me because I'm black, is not gonna solve anything. And I've seen when well, I never thought I would see this. You know, fear does things to people and don't make any damn sense at all. And these are people who I once associated with. Or their family members, should I say. They say the most wicked things about Now, I don't agree with those who riot, but they just assumed, I mean, when you can actually, this is how I feel. Okay, it's evident that rioting is still going on. It is a fact. Now, you find them, they say, oh, those are Black Lives Matter. And then you have the Black Lives Matter say the same thing about the All Lives Matter. Saying, so it's like you saying, I know you are one of my sort of crap? Crazy. So, this is how I see it. If you're going to pinpoint a mob of people who are doing things illegally, you videotape them. You take pictures. You do what you do. with your, You ain't got to have this straight up film camera. You know, your phone. Just like I'm talking to the phone right now to you. Y O U. So, we're trying to do what's good in today's times. And it seems like we have to stand up for our rights or we're going to lose them. I think it's a fear there. And it's a fear. You have the liberals. You have, and I feel like, don't put no damn label on me. Y'all put enough on me. First of all, I'm black. I am black, dark-skinned, unapologetically big-ass black woman. <laughs> We kinda known for that, you know. And I don't apologize for it. Thick hair, bushy hair, wiry hair, I don't apologize for it. And you know what? If you're black, you shouldn't apologize for it too. If that's your features like thick lips and all that stuff, you know what? It's beautiful. We are beautiful. Regardless of what nationality you are. Black people, you are beautiful. I don't give a fuck who said what about you. But this is my thought. What, how do you stand without getting assorted? I'm serious. Like, how do you, I know how to take my two feet and stand up on my two legs. I'm fully aware of how to do that. Um, apparently, having a sign can cause danger to you. And I don't know if anyone really looked at it that way. I mean, anybody can attack you. It could be the police. It can be the police. The very people that you're protesting against, well, I think we're pro- people got it mixed up. It's not that we're protesting against black people. I'm a, not black people, oh my God. Um, not that we're protesting against... Um, Police, we're protesting against, well, I will protest against those brutal police that had no business having a badge. And hell no, I don't support them. Now, this is how I have to be for me. I'm not going to no rally because even though I be at peace, don't so mean the other people that show up, if it be police, if it be the All Lives Matter movement, I'm telling you what has happened over here in Jersey. This is the city that set the tone for protesting, right? When they first started protesting after Mr. George Floyd, unfortunately, his daughter had to suffer for losing her father. We had to suffer as a nation to watch this man die on camera. As human beings, as a nation, to see that. Oh, good Lord. I couldn't even watch all of it. I still can't watch all of it. So let me go ahead and continue. We set the tone. Camden, New Jersey, was the first city in the nation where the sergeant of police and other officers actually marched with us, knowing that we're doing the right thing together. That's how you make it happen. But recently I've seen something where Black Lives Matter movement, white, and I hate to say it, but racist white people from either state came here to start shit and left their business card on, guess what side? All lives matter. And I think they did it to start shit. I, I wasn't really aware that that happens, that people from other states come in to, to share their hate. They came to get people on the all lives matter side. And this is people's presumption. When you say all lives matter, you're not really... Looking at the whole fact that it's a lot of black people are, look, you may not agree with me, you ain't got to agree with me, but it's a fact. A lot of black people are being a sacrificial lamb. Like, okay, George Floyd's family is suing. And some people say, well, that's unethical. How is it unethical? Civil court. That's what they're supposed to do. For the sanctity and well-being of those that are held them responsible. I was taught in America, America, the quickest way to get wealth is lawsuits. The way to make a company pay attention to what they're doing is wrong, lawsuits. And if you look it up, lawsuits in the lottery is the quickest way. It is the American way to get money. I mean, would be the most ethnic way now. Would you rather for people not just shut the fuck up? You know, that's, that's what I perceived, you know? And like this other things I've seen with the Democrats that I don't like, with the independents I don't like, even with my black people that I don't like. But you know what? I'm still black at the end of the damn day. Hmm. 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 I'm still a, not only am I black, I'm a double minority. I'm black and I'm a female. So yeah, you catch me, it's a double, double look. <laughs> so um, yeah, at the end of the day, I have to live with myself. At the end of the day, I have to make choices that I'm comfortable with. So I can't be a yes man or yes woman, should I say. I can't be that because that's not who I am, I'm a leader. Now sure the hell ain't no follower because if you're gonna be a follower, you're going to be constantly angry. You're going to be disappointed. How would I know what would be at the end of it? Because I've done that for years. I am African-American, unapologetically. And you know what? Like I said before, just because somebody is African-American, I don't agree with everything they do. It's people. We all are people. So at the end of the day, I want someone who will respect me. We can agree disagree. You know, that's definitely a lesson I had to learn. I don't have to get mad and angry at you because you don't look like me. And to me, it's nonsense because I got other shit to be concerned about, to be frank with you. And so what side do you stand on? You ain't got to tell me, I'm asking you to think about this for yourself and how you're choosing to protest. And you got to look at You're wide open. You see that guy, that young man, uh, with assault, uh, weapon, shooting, Black Lives Matter, (laughs) um, protesters. So protesters now are getting killed. Sad, right? I mean, just in case you give a damn, I don't know who's all listening to this, but I'm trying to do what's good. And there's so many that's misunderstood. And there's some people who really generally hate people, have a sick hatred for people. And I would say black people. I would go there and say that. But you know what, there's many white people I know of. I have been encountered with and actually seen some of it. I even knew a friend who used to go to Rutgers who was beat up and um, Around Temple, you know that's Philly, by the way, for those who don't know. Um, and he was beat up by one white cop and one Hispanic cop, and they dropped him off after they beat him up real good. They dropped him off at the hospital, like it did him a favor. He he is a Polish white American, okay? Why is they come? <laughs> Red reddish blonde hair. And um, the point I'm making with him is that injustice really knows no color. Injustice really don't know any color. Now, sometimes injustice used color as a way of saying, well, only them people, that happened, supposed to happen to them. And then, you know, you wanna label people. I can't stand labels, by the way. I can't, because I am 100% person first. By the way, I am. And I talk about trying to do what's good because I'm so tired. I know, close your eyes or turn the other way, right? I'm so tired of seeing people so mad. And then sometimes the media, a lot of times the media, only show a piece of the damn story instead of seeing the whole story. And this is why I think we should stop um, Well, maybe I should stop watching so much damn news uh, because a lot of things are ran by the devil. I'm just going to be straight with you. And so what side are you on? Are you trying to do what's good? This is a Tamika podcast show about doing what is good. Over and out. It is dedicated to all my um, Nevadian um, people who are on my Facebook page called My Four Days in Las Vegas. I somehow tried to explain my the homeless experience that I encountered going to Vegas for up and down four days. But really I was there for a week. I took a two-day break in San Diego. Never been to Cali. And in California, I've seen homelessness in L.A. when I was stranded for about an hour or so, but good thing I was stranded with the right person because the person happened to be from L.A. and he knew to catch the Mexican bus and we caught the cab together, got back to Las Vegas. What do I miss about Vegas? Hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I enjoy the Spanish culture. Oh, I enjoyed it a lot. I like the Spanish slash... Italian-slash-African-American-slash, I'm trying to think of all the cultures, Asian communities. It's a huge Asian community in Las Vegas, Nevada. So huge that I actually, I mean, I don't wish homeless on any damn body, okay? But I've actually knew women who were Asian, who were homeless, and extraordinarily beautiful. I remember how pretty these women that I've seen in Vegas. Are And they're from everywhere, from every nationality, including the Asian culture. Some people have a perception of the Asian people. They don't think they have problems. As long as you're human, you're going to have problems. I actually befriended some of them, like um, the culture in Asia that I've never experienced and we just hit off. Um, I can't tell you her name, but I will tell you, her she was Taiwanese. I never heard of that before, and I embraced her culture because she was kind to me. She was kind to me, so I like kind people, so I don't really don't care. I do like different cultures. Don't get me mixed up. But I don't depict someone being good to me based on their culture. That be, to me, that would be really stupid, celebrated ignorance, and I'm not about that. So today in this podcast, I'm going to talk about my experience in Vegas, my experience in Vegas, my most recent experience in Vegas, and my interviews for those who listen to my podcast show, and the pictures I was able to grab and take, and yeah, and the people like them. And I would love to hear y'all input about the pictures in Vegas. I want to post some more. Because I, of course, I have not shared all of them to you now. I got some sense. Um, Because I realize people love to put things in their device and save it for their own safekeeping. Now, I'm trying to use my head when it comes down to my art because in the industry, if you don't know how to use your head, people will get ahead on you. And they can literally I'm like if I post a picture right now. And it don't take a genius to figure out how to take your pictures. That's why you're supposed to get them copyrighted. I'm about to go to copyright.gov because I had a real issue with trademark. <laughs> We ain't gonna get off into the issues that I had with them, and just say, don't put your money in them. I'm telling you that right now. Go through, don't go through trademark, go through copyright.gov. You're better off because, um, yeah, my bank is is refunding that money. So, because they did not provide the service and they try to charge me for their mistakes, so uh, I'm good. I'm great. Uh, they're not, they're not gonna get off on me any longer. I cut the strings. I'm done. So copyright.gov is the people you want to go through, not um, third-party people you don't want to go through them. And I found out through other people who work for copyright.gov that they have this problem quite frequently, and I wish I knew. Um, And they let me know that they're there to help and assist me, but they made it plain that it's not their fault. That they were this way and they didn't do their job completing, So, that was the problem. Issue handled. So, hmm. We're going to get on Vegas. Yeah, let me not lose focus. Let me not lose focus. Y'all here with me? Hi, thank you. Welcome to a Tamika Podcast show. We're going to talk about Las Vegas. India Sin it's is what they call it. But I have to tell you, there's a lot of hardworking um, Nevadians place that people call home, where there's generations with an S of people who were born and raised there. And there's other people like myself, who's not from Vegas, and Vegas was home for me for eight years. Now, why am I back in Jersey? Jer- well, Jersey versus Nevada. Um There's so many reasons that I'm back. And I am actually a success. I've sold 441 pieces of my work in counting and I look forward to selling you more. So let's talk about my recent encounter with Vegas. So I went there on a mission and the mission was really simple. Well, not really. I say it is, but it isn't. I was able to do an interview With not one but two staff members of the shelter where I used to stay in Las Vegas, Nevada, four years ago. And I look around in my bedroom and I look around in my space and the bed that I'm sitting on currently, and I get astonished that that is not my life anymore. I get astonished that I'm not running from the police anymore. No, I'm not a criminal, but I don't know if y'all are aware of this, but let me share a little light to you about. The homeless situation in Vegas, if you are on the strip pinhandling, meaning setting up a sign, making it obvious that you need help, the police come after you and they chase you off or they arrest you. Now, some people want to believe certain things like, oh, they cause attention to themselves. How is it wrong to ask for help when the state itself does not distribute that type of help? The state, if the state itself, does not provide housing. How do I know? After the third year of me waiting, I stopped waiting, and I start doing what I did. I knew how to do, which is pinhandle. Three years of me waiting. Now, the three years, yes, I was penhandling the whole time, and I was working, by the way, meaning I had actually employee. Meaning in North, was it North Las Vegas? Yes, on Boulder Highway. For those who don't know about how we look it up, um, it's, it's a Walmart, literally across the street for Sam's Town Hotel Casino. Now, I'm talking about my past, and I want to fast forward to the present. Ready? Here we go. Fast forward to the present. I actually went to that Walmart, and I wanted to see my ex-employees, and I've seen them. And it's not the same Walmart in the sense of, I've seen the same supervisors, but like the majority of the people we're gone. Of course, it's been four years. And sometimes Walmarts don't always keep their employees because one of the reasons I had issues is that the hours sucked. It was no consistency. Holiday time, yes, they give you all these man hours. But now, since they're essential workers, I'm sure everybody get hours. I like to think. So, um, it was just a hard situation to be in. And I knew how to get money at night. So, i didn 't hook like some women unfortunately that I've seen people on the strip of Las vegas, and yes it 's illegal by the way to hook even though it 's completely legal in other cities way outside of Las Vegas, but in Clark County, Las Vegas, Nevada it's completely illegal, and if you or well, if that 's your trigger that 's the thing that you like um they ever actually has brothel houses that will pick you up, take you to your destination, to their brothel house, do your thing and drop you back off at your hotel. They have things like that. So that I feel like, I don't know, some people like that type of service. So, okay, a lot of people like the oldest profession. So let's keep it real for a minute. So, let's fast forward to the here and now. So, me going to Walmart, seeing, I just want to see how I, Walmart, the Walmart, I used to secretly be homeless, and I would work in the day, and, and at night, be on the strip of Las Vegas. Now, I just knew there's certain things I wouldn't do for money. So, people, women who refused to do the whole homeless thing that I was doing, yeah, they put themselves in risky unnecessary risky situations. But I just want willing to do. I want willing to carry a gun on me just in case someone um you know, a, what they call a mark, a trick. Someone who they sit up a Mickey they drink and wake up butt naked cause, you know, their whore robbed them. <laughs> That's what they do. That's what they're there for. You know, I think it's all fun and games. I think people go to Vegas and their assumption is you're going to do something freaky. And then, you know, people are greedy. So, of course, they rob you. So, yeah, it's kind of messed up, but it is what it is. So to fast forward to the here and now, it was more crowded than when I used to work there. Far more business, I have to say. It was a man house. Um, I thought it was kind of weird. There were certain essential products they didn't sell. Like, I was looking for a sun hat, and I'm in the desert, and they didn't have, they claimed they had no sun hats. And I'm looking at them like, what? Like, California's two hours away, and we're in 120-degree weather, and you don't have no sun hats? Shame when you broke the highway. Broke the highway. <laughs> because the Walmart I worked in had certain merchandise like that. But certain things they don't have in there no more the walmart and fast forward to the here and now me in new jersey i went to a walmart on autobahn and i got mm, discouraged because i'm trying to eat healthy now and i was trying to look for the you know the produce the fresh veggie aisle. guess what they're not selling that they got frozen stuff in the freezer but i want some fresh veggies not just because of the taste but because i'm trying to do what's best for my body it it turned me off. It's the one on Audubon. I tell y'all, Jersey, my New Jerseyans, listen, don't go to the Walmart Audubon unless you are shopping for beyond fresh and fresh fruit and fresh veggies. It's it wasn't there last two weeks ago. I haven't shopped there. I found other places that actually sell fresh veggies and Shop right is one. Hatton Culinary is another. It's expensive, but it's in the neighborhood where I stay at. Um, so we're going to talk about, so that's what I did. I compared the Walmarts to the to the Walmarts I remember so many years ago to the here and now in Las Vegas, the same Walmart where I used to work at. So... And then I talk about the here and now, New Jersey Walmart and disappointment because of COVID-19, blah, blah, blah. So we're talking about Vegas. And I've been looking at the news and my heart hurts when I see people, 18,000 MTM get laid off. But I have to say this to you because I lived in Vegas for eight years. So I have an understanding of it's a service industry. It's a casino service industry. And unfortunately, I don't know the whole reason why, but they lay off massive amount of people. But I guess because of COVID-19, they really have to lay off people. And like this is something they do on a consistent basis, by the way. They do. So do not think that this is the first time MGM has laid people off because MGM is one of the big the big casinos. It's a big corporation franchise. Um, huge corporation franchise. That's why I said if I had a small business in Vegas, honestly, I don't want to even think about it because the casinos run Vegas, meaning corporations run Vegas. I mean, you you know you're in the wrong place for a small business when you don't see a lot of 7-Elevens like normally states and cities have. You don't see a like. You know how you walk down the street and sometimes you see a mailbox, like, on the corner or something like that? You don't see it at all in Vegas. Anywhere you go, you have to literally go all the way downtown to downtown Las Vegas to the actual post office. It's really big. And you can only put your mail at the post office. I just think that's kind of weird. Because everywhere else have, you know, mailboxes. You know, so many blocks down, mailboxes. Matter of fact, I can tell you what a couple of mailboxes at within the neighborhood where I'm at. Really like maybe three blocks away. You know, that type of civilization I missed. That's one of the reasons why I came back to Jersey. Because Jersey had a civilization for its people, its community, where they took care of one another. Vegas, if you are in a situation where you're homeless, you're hit up. You're hit up anyways if you're homeless. I have to tell you, it is a sacrifice it's a dangerous sometimes it's so dangerous that it could cost you your life all depends on your circumstance situation and what's going on at the time with the laws with the police with the forces of law hopefully you get if you have a police officer with a heart did they, they do the right thing with some of these police officers Take advantage of the fact these people have no rights. They have no money, but they have rights. But they treat them like they ain't got no rights. I'm the one who used to stay in Vegas, and when I out of my eight years, three of those years I was consistently, chronically homeless. So I talk about these things, but I also want to tell you there were some celebrated times with me. Everything in Vegas went bad. And I met some decent people, hardworking people. A lot of people don't know there's a lot of grunt work involved in working for the casinos. Me who used to do guest room attendant housekeeping. News. It is hard work. Me who used to move furniture. I can't believe I said that because if you knew what type of furniture I used to move. Let me give you a small example. Let me think about this table. One, two, three, four, five, six. This table was so huge. It took six grown adult people male and female moving this one table that's a hell of a big size of a table think about it six grown people yeah I remember moving furniture that big packing it and putting it away and it was something that was really hard on my body so the point I'm making to you is that i worked very hard jobs in Vegas, a lot of cleaning jobs in Vegas, because it's a service industry. I don't know how Vegas is doing now, but COVID-19 has made Vegas, I don't know. Some people say the most negative things, and I don't want to believe the negative. I don't want to believe the negative report. I was taught not to believe the negative report. Some things are negative, some things are reality. Reality is that people are getting infected. Reality, COVID-19 is still here. Reality, we have not solved the problem. Yeah, we all wearing our masks. Well, I'm wearing my damn mask. Okay? And yes, I've been tested. Have you been tested for COVID-19? I mean, I talk about Vegas, but I'm talking about the whole problems at hand with Vegas. Some people say the most messed up shit about Vegas because they ain't been to Vegas, so they don't know. And I'm telling you messed up shit too, but our most gratifying, well, second gratifying situation in Vegas was um, when I was practicing as a massage therapist and I actually got to help people who had uh, presented the beginning stages of Parkinson's. And um, my pressure point therapy actually had a person who in the beginning States stage of Parkinson's stop shaking. That was such a miraculous thing. And I could have did that for free, unless you know how much I enjoyed doing that. And the woman still paid me. She made a point to pay me. So, um, and then also, I would say that was the first, I'm sorry, gratifying, um, joyful, because I love to help people. That's my deal. So, um... Also, me helping out refugees. Who know what a refugee is? Well, I wouldn't have known what a refugee is until I start working with them. Working for them, should I say. How did I work for them? I used to fill out government papers for them to get funded. Meaning, I have clerical skills. Not only do I have clerical skills, I help find jobs for them. I will fill out their applications for them. All they had to do was show up. I have their information, their private filed information, and all I have to do is fill out the information correctly. If you know anything about Las Vegas, let me help you out real quick. If you want to live in Vegas, and you, I'm thinking, if you want to live in Vegas, you want to work in Vegas. So, you have to understand how the job situation is in Vegas. Meaning... I tell people this, and they laugh at me when I say this, but I'm 100% serious. Vegas, Las Vegas, is too close to Mexico. meaning a lot of people speak Spanish there, two hours away from California. A lot of people are born and raised in Cali and don't speak, non only get English, and they don't have to because their community, English is not a first language. I hate to tell y'all this, but it's called some tough reality but it's kind of insane too because i was taught that the the language of the land of whatever country you're at you're supposed to speak it so out of respect you're supposed to do that without for those who are mexican hispanic heritage you're not throwing nothing away i i wouldn't throw nothing away you know i don't see how it could um but I guess some people feel like they're throwing their heritage away. Well, you know the reason why you're in America. I like to think it's the for prosperity, for the prosperity that we have here in this country. We do. And regardless of all the insanity you see going on. I think it's just a it just a everything has a timing, even the insanity part. I don't like the insanity part, but <laughs> It is what it is. So, you have. I remember going to Vegas. I'm going back to the here and now. And I remember going to Vegas. And I remember. I'm talking about my most recent trip. What I thought was kind of weird was. Everybody walked around with phones. Taking pictures of themselves. Selfies, selfies. I wish I took this picture, but I seen this view. I looked back and I was looking at the. I was on a Fremont experience. It's a downtown. Downtown Las Vegas, it's the light show. It was like in the evening. And it had just started. And you see all these people literally going around in a circle, talking to their phone, doing shows, advertising or showboating or whatever they're doing, right? So I thought that was kind of weird. It's like, why is everybody doing that shit, you know? But, uh, well, I know it's Vegas, so people want to take pictures, and people want to do videos and all that sort of thing. So, if you want to go to Vegas, like I said, learn bone up on your Spanish. Not just that. Let me help y'all some more. Once you have bone up on your Spanish, Espanol, um, go to the culinary union. Look up culinary union. If you're serious about going to Vegas, I'm just saying, if you're serious about actually living your life there, yeah. Burn up, bone up on your Spanish, and go to culinary union. The last time I was there, it was forty five dollars um, every month for the union dues, and they give you decent jobs if if they like you or if they need your type of service, they would keep you. It's that type of opportunity out there. You know, that's the reason why a lot of people moved out to Vegas because myself because it's a lot of work out there but like right now it's scarce so and then also not only do the casinos run the jobs but also the events but I don't know how that goes now because I like to think that all the events are probably canceled there's no entertainment right now and a lot of people are talking about oh this is killing Vegas this is killing Vegas you no, know, COVID nineteen is help killing Vegas. But you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, because I'm lately been hearing reports about people getting COVID tested positive. COVID nineteen, whole family households. Dwayne Johnson was the most recent one. Everybody seen that, right? They're not contagious no more. So that's a good thing. But um so If I can say what is the problem with Las Vegas, besides the homeless not getting the help they need, only because I've had the, the pleasure of traveling and living other places. It's the only reason I knew that Jersey was a certain way, that it offers certain opportunities that Vegas did not, has not, still has not for the homeless community. They have missions. You're there for two weeks. You got two weeks to find a job, and if you can find a job, you're there for thirty days. You have thirty days to get a place. If you were laid off, you in Vegas, you get a voucher. But the places that um, qualify for the voucher are horrible, Um, bed bug infested. I'm gonna tell you because I lived in them. I would know. Bed bug infested, and all depends on your situation and how many months you get it for some people a lot of people just get it for one month if you're disabled and other things to go along with that then you get it for a lot longer than that but who wants to stay when you lay on the bed and you get bit? i mean literally like little bites all over you little brown grayish not gray i'm sorry brownish light brown almost a caramel color bugs Biting on your feet, you waking up with little bites all over you. This is not something that you want. Um, I wouldn't say that's like something that you want. I haven't seen a housing situation. Cause some people, um, would who has a who owns houses would approve of that check, and it's a Bank of America check. They cash that check, and one of the issues in Vegas was. Um, a lot of people do fraud shit. Meaning, they knew friends that own a house, or they say they rent out a room to somebody where they did not. They just split in that damn check with the people, and they would do this. But you only supposed to get it once a year. I don't know what what the case is now. You cannot say, oh by the way, if you go for the vouchers, and it's very well known about the voucher situation, you cannot have no student loan that year. You cannot receive no student loan that you. You cannot have worked after that layoff. I'm just telling you how to qualify for the voucher in Las Vegas. You might want to consider California two hours away. Yes, it's expensive, but they have a lot of services that Vegas don't possess. I've never stayed, well, I'm sorry, i stayed in San Diego for two days in a suite. It was kind of a fantasy, okay, it was definitely a fantasy for me because I normally don't have money for a suite, a jacuzzi suite. I had it because I saved it and sacrificed for it. And, yeah, so I enjoy me being a good steward over my money and enjoy a little piece of San Diego just for a minute. If, I, if the good Lord bless me, I would like to retire there. That would be a great place to retire. To move and retire. But, like, people say, ain't, ain't there earthquakes there? I don't know. I don't live there. But, I'm just saying, like, it just thought. So, let's Fast forward to Vegas, so I don't know what it is that's so attractive about Vegas. Some people have their desires and their wants and their needs. On the Fremont Experience as well as the strip, they have wild things going on, wild entertainers here. Even though these people can't entertain right now, you have the street entertainers who are women who are dressed in basically nothing almost nothing and like you have stuff that i'm not interested in many reasons why i'm not in Vegas no more and um do you have the loud music as well as going through the atmosphere of the casinos as well as downtown Fremont it's a light show it's a big giant canopy that's like 60 feet in the air over your head And it's these beautiful light shows that they show different things like pictures of the, it's like digital moving pictures of like lit up black holes with stars and fire. And it's actually kind of phenomenal to see. I actually have a burning ring of fire, one of the pictures that I took that a lot of people seem to gravitate to. So I am talking about my experience here and now in Vegas, West Coast. So I talk about also California when I ran into, I was stranded in downtown L.A. for an hour and I seen a three-year-old little girl on 6th Street in Wall, 6th Wall Street. I didn't know the homeless was so bad that it was completely okay for a three-year-old to come up out of a tent and play with her toys. She's basically playing in humble, and this is her life on the sidewalk on East L.A. Yes, I did advocate for her, and it took like seven, eight people before I got the, the right response, the proper response, for assisting this girl and her family. I'm hoping the best for her. I'm praying for her, but I don't live in Cali, so I can only do so much. But I actually believe in the power of prayer. So, yeah, so I'm definitely praying for her. And if y'all want to, y'all can pray for her, too, for her breakthrough, Jesus, her breakthrough, because she needs the help. So I don't know this little girl's name. I just know she's three years old, and I see her living her life in front of a tent. So it was the business has increased um, in at the Walmart, so I'm assuming that means they got far more cashiers. You know, to be honest, there weren't that many cashiers. That's that Walmart. They have you doing the job of seven people. I don't agree with it. I didn't like it when I was going through it, and they are still doing the same thing. I noticed that when I was there shopping. And um, I seen Lisa, one of the nice uh, CSMs. That work for Boulder Highway, Walmart. and But if you're ever in a homeless situation, I suggest you go to another state. Just get out of Vegas. Because Vegas, the way the homeless is being treated. And they're still being treated in such a foul, lawless way. That you just don't want that type of life. Like me running from cops when I ain't not commit a crime, being shooed away because the cops didn't like me dirtying up their, in their mind. It's a way of degrading people who ain't got no voice. So I like to be that voice. That's just why I make it such a big deal about going to Vegas. And it, I've been wanting to go for four years and it actually happened during COVID-19 and I am negative. I am negative in the sense of I took the COVID-19 test after I got here, and I am negative. And I choose to, I want to remain negative. That's the only time I really want to say go negative, you know. No COVID-19, negative, negative, negative. So I'm not sure people know what to do with Vegas. All these layoffs are happening, and there a lot of fears are going in there. In the industry, in the service industry, and a lot of people are not coming to Vegas because they're afraid. They don't want to go to a hot city. Hot, not necessarily 120 degree west. They had no problem with that. It's a hot state, I mean. No one wants to go to that. So, yeah, I think it's really trial and error. People don't really know what to do, including the, the residents, the and said, stay there that I support. I support them, meaning, that there's people who I know who run blogs and run I'm not leaving Las Vegas blog and um, it's actually funny. You should look it up. I'm not leaving Las Vegas and I'm a patriot so I can trip you certain amounts a month or you can become a part of their YouTube thing which is $9.99. I have different shows, but I haven't got to that point where I can have my own YouTube channel and all that is money and responsibility. I'm just not ready to shout out just yet. I'm thinking about it. I have a domain name, but I do not have a URL or I do not have a, not only a URL, but a YouTube channel. I got to figure out how would I figure out a way to get what's the subject matter what type of clientele that I want to come there and what would I be selling and projecting? Well, I would look at, I would guess it would be my art. Oh, by the way, I'm making my um, dial structure. Look up what a dial structure is. And yes, they have that group on Facebook. Look it up. Um, my dial structure is basically a miniature scenery or whatever it is that you want to create. And there's some spectacular dial structure people. And they have inspired me to get down dirty like i never painted before i'm painting and it's actually coming out really really good so i talked about vegas i talked about art and i'm not telling you all my things one is going to be about the park you're going to see all the different things i have in this one park and then you're going to see the other things that i have like ghostbusters um, my ha house is dedicated to my laughter in the 90s. You're going to see why it's so damn funny and what's so funny. So, I hope you get to participate in seeing it. I'm going to actually have some video, to be frank with you. And I want you to look at it and see it for yourself. And so I talk about Vegas, and I'm going to have Vegas pieces on there. Of course I'm going to have Vegas pieces on there. And other pieces. And I will explain why this piece is existing with this, with this whole monument of different themes. I look forward to you enjoying it and having questions about it. Thank you for listening about Vegas and my art. And this has been Vegas and my art podcast show over and out.